fuck being Joe Rogan. I'm just me, you know. <laughs> That's how we'll start the podcast off. Um, no, much respect to Joe Rogan. Love that guy. No, the goal is to set up a table, like, right down here. Yeah. And I want it to wear, uh, like, have, like, a working space, but mm-hmm. I also want it to have, like, a couple mics. So it's like I could have someone come in the studio. Have, uh, you have a... Cause I have a lav mic that you can What's a lav mic? Uh oh. It's the ones you clip to yourself. No way. Did we? Uh oh. We're already. I'm getting an upgrade. I'm getting an upgrade. Let's but see what this I'm is. Not, I don't think it's multi-directional, but and I don't think it's gonna work with yours. But I'm, I can manage. It's these. Clip it to yourself. Oh, I. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't believe that do. I don't really have that, but you would need a way to use it. I just get a. You can get like a road mic. Those are great too. See what? Yeah, I would like something I could just clip to my phone, and that way you can hear. Yeah, this is gonna isolate though. You're not gonna want to use it. So. so this would be better just for one person. Just for one person would be perfect. Okay. You still have it if you want. I think. Um, no, I'm okay. Um, yeah, what I want to do is go ahead and and buy mm-hmm. either just a clip-on mic. I noticed I was watching uh, Teo Vaughn. He's like a comedian. Uh-huh. Honestly, funniest fucking dude. Yeah. Um, but he has like a like a clip-on mic to his phone. Yeah. But then he upgraded for that and got the professional mic. Yeah. He just does his podcast by himself. That's dope. He's a very he's very much like he's got the Bill Burr going on. Oh uh, yeah. Monday morning with Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr is just excellent. He. Dude, when you when you're able to just ramble like that, it makes such an entertaining podcast. It's insane. I mean, the man is. A hero, he's an inspiration, and he's also a bit of son. And he's a dad, dude. He's a dad he? now. Yeah. I didn't know that. Just had his first kid. Oh, recently. I want to say um, maybe a year ago. Oh, okay. No. No, that's way too far. I want to say a couple months ago. I haven't, well, I haven't heard his newer stuff. Does he mention in it? I feel like. I haven't that's heard any good, from good bait for comedy for yeah. Phil. He yeah. put out his last special, and I watched the fuck out of that. Yeah, he's talking about killing people off cruise ships, and I was <laughs> all about it. And then, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone to see him. I haven't. We were supposed to the... see him Tuesday, but we didn't end oh, up really? going. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, dude, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What have you been up to recently? Uh. Dude, today it was kind of a fun adventure. Yeah. So I have a job working uh-huh. for doing like sales and marketing for this woman, but she uh-huh. can only do it commission only for right now, which uh-huh. kind of sucks. But the commission only is really good commission only. If you get it. It's like crazy, yeah, yeah. which is awesome. It's just not, it's not enough. Totally. So yeah. if I don't like step up my game, you know? Yeah. So what I did today is, um, I went to Abbot Kenny and I took like a bunch of resumes uh-huh. and I literally just went into every fancy store I liked. Yeah. <laughs> just gave him a resume. Yeah. Like, hey, cool. Manager here. Awesome. Resume. Yeah. Talked with a lot of people. Got two interviews on the spot, which That's is cool. great. That's great. It was literally the best way to do it. And then what yeah. I do is uh, if I see like a fancy car or a fancy person, yeah. like, what's up, man? How's it going? Mm-hmm. Uh, like um, I'm good. I'm like, hey, just out of curiosity, you know, what do you do for work? Yeah. And they just be, like, they'd be a little hesitant at first, of course. Yeah. And then I'd try to just kind of charm them into like, you know, it's all good, man. It's all love. It's all good vibes. You know, I just yeah. moved to LA. Any uh, good responses from that? Yeah. And I just, you know, what hey, type of work were they doing? Do anything from like, and usually my judgment was always off. 
Really? Yeah. The car judgment, I don't know, because I haven't heard back. But yeah. You know, I haven't gotten a call. Hey, man, I saw your resume on my car. <laughs> but no, you just put them. I put them. I put them on the car. That is so fucking funny. Holy like, shit. what else are you gonna do? You know? Like, sometimes I think you just no, gotta dude, go a little. Balls. I, I really I mean, like that. I really. I think like you just that. gotta go out of the box sometimes. You know? You should go to a place. Like, if you're gonna do the car one, actually, they might fucking hate it, but it might work. You should, and you shouldn't put it on every car. No, see, I put it on like specific cars. You should go to a place like so you should go to a place like Soho. What's you, Soho? Soho, it's like a very exclusive club. Oh, really? Yeah, they, you pay. It's for like people who are generally young and they're like up and coming, and you have to get selected to be able to even pay for it, and it's like five grand a year. Jeez. Yeah, right. but like. Those so, people are... So they just got baller cars there? They got very nice cars. And then where and is the parking nice lot? Is the parking lot... become successful, you you're going to remember, you're going to tell people, dude, when I was broke, <laughs> I went there into cars and I put my resume into cars and you're going to laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I just, I thought it was a ballsy idea. Where is, uh, in terms of the Soho parking lot, is it outside the club? No, I think. Do I have to get in? Do you have to get in the club? I feel first? like I'm never gonna get into Soho now, but um, yeah, it, there's, there's, going, a lot, there's a lot of Sohos, so you can just find any of them, and then you you figure it out. Alrighty, uh, I'll just uh, I'll dress up like I do today, but I put on a I put on just a, a regular like t-shirt, uh-huh. right? I put on like the really fancy yeah. pants. I'll get through my Vans on sometimes just more comfortable if I'm walking long distance or I'll yeah. put those super nice, they're super cheap but they look really nice shoes. Absolutely. They, like, they got the fancy little bling on them. Yeah. Um, and so then I wear the blazer. I come in with that silver blazer. I got the reflector gl- uh, glasses, oh, you know. Powerful. That all, everything costs me is so cheap. I got yeah. the blazer on sale. I get the pants for a gift card. Yeah. I got the shoes from Mama. That's you great. Know, I got the socks for You know what's the $2? best blazer I ever got? It was insane. I was at a thrift store, and there was a Calvin Klein made in Italy blazer, and I got it for $4. That's See, that's how it's done, blazer. man. What? The one, the one blazer yeah. I own... We got it, actually got it going to Vegas. Remember when we went to Vegas? We were shopping around in that Macy's. Express. There was, uh, not at Express, we were at uh, Macy's around the what corner. He's eating cheese and God, fucking uh, almonds. Oh, salted almonds. So good. Extra charm mm. New York cheese. But anyway, the blazer I got, it was like 90% off Whoa. on the little clearance sale yeah. rack. And it, it's a little small, but it, I was like, okay, I'd rather have it small than big. Yeah, you know? And it fits great. tight. Yeah, and what's cool quick. is I can roll it up, so it kind of looks like a club blazer. So sometimes I'll wear it out at the nightclub. Yeah. I'll wear a tank top, right? And then I put the, yeah. the blazer on. So yeah. it's got like the little U shaped. Yeah. So it looks, it looks real clean, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing is, when you're getting too hot, you throw the blazer off in the nightclub, yeah. and you got the tank top on! Yeah. And you either yeah. look one of two things. You either look like the poorest kid there, or the richest kid there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is that? Well, because, like, who has the balls to wear a tank top in a nightclub? Yeah, like, yeah. you either have to, you're like, right, right. have nothing or have everything. You're right. I remember there was a kid... At, what's the club in Santa Monica? It's not even a club. Uh, one everyone goes to. Thirty-one ten. No. Victorian. Bungalow. 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 Kid was just wearing like one of those super long hip white shirts. Mm-hmm. Biggest wine spill across it. Dude couldn't give less of a fuck. He was just playing it. Yeah. I, I, I was convinced, just like you were saying. I was like, this kid must have so much money. He's such a dick. Like, 
Just the way he was interacting with I'm, people. Yeah, and was, I'm sure, like, you go talk to him, man, and uh, he probably is, you know, insecure about that wine spot. But you gotta not be. Yeah. That's the whole name of the game. Yeah. I was talking to this guy, and, and I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm thinking about being a life coach. I just, you know, I think I'm a little young. And he goes, yeah. how old are you? And I go, uh, I'm 22. He goes, well, you don't look 22. Right. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And so his point was... Is, we got into you know a deeper conversation. Totally. But his point was like, you don't have to look like what, whatever you. How do I put this? If I put this from like the the law of attraction book, like whatever you think you are, you are. Right. right. And other people will think you That's are that. Pursue. Yeah. Totally. So it's like if you think that like that wine that wine spill doesn't mean anything, right? If it if it if it even adds fashion, if you think it adds fashion, you're yeah. like, you know, I'm the king <laughs> with this totally. wine spill. I, I don't even think you need to think about it. Almost like stuff like the wine spill and my problem, like that, kind of like affecting your ego and how you're going about your day. Uh, that's kind of a problem with thinking mind. Mm-hmm. And I think you can escape a lot of that by, you know, not thinking about like having the un- unconscious beliefs be so strong come from, yeah. a, from a stronger frame absolutely to where and it's that, like it doesn't matter what the fuck clothes I wear yeah. whatever the fuck clothes I wear I look doping I'm dope as shit <laughs> right you know, I think a lot of that just comes from like persistent meditation there's there's like a meditation person I forget his name but he, he put it pretty well he was saying um, he was saying that trying to use thinking to solve problems with the thinking mind like getting really nervous and paranoid and overplaying bad scenarios in your head you know having trying to outthink the thinking mind that's like the blind leading the blind Mm -hmm. and that basically the best way you can get around that is through something like meditation specifically the technique he was mentioning was called noting where it's you just observe what your mind is doing you say oh thinking or you know oh feeling if it's a physical sensation just kind of you just kind of laugh it off gently touch on it and then you focus back on your breath and then you know a thought will come back and you just notice it you know you just notice thinking or feeling and you go from there i, I personally found that to be a great technique it's interesting because as you say that part of me is like uh i have a story that relates yeah. you know part of me is like well, let me listen to exactly what you're saying. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like my brain will just go off track sometimes and be like, okay, well, let me, let me think of what I have to say next. Instead right. Of listening to exactly what you said. Right. Yeah. And then veering off from that. Absolutely. It reminds me of a... Especially when we were in Pike, right? Yeah. And like how often like dude, a party would just get super swifty, you know? Like yeah. they just... And you'd have wine spilled on your shirt, and you'd be ripping your clothes off. And I mean, I I remember walking around uh, in a panda suit. I remember walking around with just a vest on and short shorts. Yeah, you did how it often, better. How often would I come back from day party too? Like that the night of day party, and I'd literally just be wearing a tank top. <laughs> I re- I remember that clearly, actually. Or just any party for for fuck's sake, you know? Yeah. Like you just I just come back, be like, oh, what's up, guys? Like, you're not wearing much clothes, Jeff. I'm like, yeah. I'm doing all right. That's the <laughs> testosterone speaking. That 30-minute window right after you fucking girl. Yeah. You've got, like, the most testosterone. Right. Just keep going. Yeah, Just yeah. Just keep going. I always return back to the party. That's interesting. Most people fall asleep. You're, you're a special breed. I am. I'm a one-of-a-kind. I'm the, the one-trick pony. Yeah, <laughs> the one-trick. <laughs> Multi-trick. Multi-trick. I got a couple of tricks. I got a couple of tricks. Yeah.
working tricks now? What? Are you working tricks too? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm working them. Yeah. I'm working them. They're, they're pretty much mastered at this point. Though. Yeah. Um, the beginner mindset is, is very much vanquished. Uh, what I really like about this uh, TV is uh-huh. the fact that it gives you these little nature shots. Oh, I love it. I was noticing some of them. It gives you these little glimpses of envy. That's, that totally looks like Mendocino. I'm almost certain it is, actually. See, that's what... You know what I find it funny? Every person that comes and sits down on this couch, they swear it is from the town they're from. One of them is, that yeah. one yeah. of them is from the town they're from. And I think it's so weird. It's kind of like a Rorschach effect, you know? Yeah. No, totally. Like, that looks like the lighthouse near where I'm from, but I know it's not. It could from, be yeah. any White House so ever. Gonna, yeah. One of all time. Yeah, I'm going to get more seconds. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. That certainly could not be my hometown. <laughs> it's so cool. Nor could that. It looks like Europe. Like That looks like Europe. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, Denmark, honestly. Just mm. the way how, how flat it is and yeah, the swamps. It'd be, it'd be kind of cool, Netherlands, it'd be yes, cool Netherlands. one day if they just, uh, if they changed it up and they just had like the worst pictures of all time, you know? <laughs> Like yeah. the worst nature pictures. I'm of sure all time. you can find that so album. They start showing like Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, roadkill. <laughs> just that looks like Mexico. You saw oh, Mexico? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's the the water's a little blue from Mexico. But I don't know if that's the picture. Yeah. No, I thought it was Greece. Um, um, you talking to Aha though? I am. I am. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to apply to this job. Is he living in Aha? No, he's living in Modesto. Yeah, you gotta, he's getting you gotta into, tell him to get out, man. Yeah, well, he's doing well for himself. He's doing uh, real estate just like uh, Jared, so commercial real estate. Yeah, Jared? Jared's doing commercial real estate, Where? and Aha is too. Aha? Yeah. Oh, Aha's Yeah. Where's Jared living? He's, uh, Jared's in San Francisco, in San Francisco with Cohen and all those Cohen guys. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's an interesting time right now, for sure, you know? It is. Listening to uh, my good man, Gary V. Yeah, Gary V's fantastic. Listening to a great um, podcast. No, it was an interview. Yeah. He was saying, like, this is that window. We got five years right now. This is that little window. You just graduated college from 22 to 27 to really fucking do what you want to do. Exactly. Like, whatever it is. And so, you know, really, really got me to thinking... Right, so yesterday I went to go I went home to my mom's, did some laundry, came back. But it really got me thinking, I'm like, okay, what is it exactly I want to do? So I went in and checked out one of the companies I've really wanted to look at for right. some time. What was that? Insomniac yeah. events. Yeah. Because so what have I been doing for the last three years? I go to raves, I love being there, right. I love the environment, mm-hmm. I love hanging out there. And it doesn't matter, like sometimes we'll go travel to yeah. to yeah, yeah. you know, wherever. If we go all the way down to San Bernardino, if we go all the way up to Tahoe for Snow Globe, or if we go to EDC for, you know, Las Vegas, it's like a lot of the time they're hiring for like videographers. Dude, you and were so happy and like parts so never see you so happy. You love this shit. Yeah. It's like it's your I also part. murdered hard summer. Like I made <laughs> that shit my bitch, never you know? How so? I don't go to these events, so I wouldn't know one. You know, I have a podcast that. Yeah. <laughs> that I think I deleted. Actually, I think I took that story off uh, for for personal reasons. I think there's a little <laughs> too much personal information you in there. Came back with two girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> no, one That's of funny. them. So I, I came back with. Uh, so jarring. 
I know. Yeah. yeah. No, but I met this one girl. It was amazing. So she actually just came here the past weekend. That's great. Yeah. So uh-huh. she was here for four days, which was awesome. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> there was no kidding. Ninety-five people here. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah that's no, crazy. It, was, it was insane. She was so cool about it. Though. Yeah, yeah, she's great. But anyway, just like hard summer was insane. It's sometimes so hard because it's like such a new environment, such a different environment, so challenging, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know you're on shit too. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. It's very hard to like, almost kind of know how to act or what you want to do in this environment. Like, what is it? Like, what is it that you want? Right. You know, and you have to really dig. No, seventy thousand people. Seventy thousand people. Yeah. Not seven. Seventy. That's what I said. Yeah. So like, it 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 can be an awesome experience. It can also be chaotic. There's a lot of weird people. There's a lot of awesome, beautiful people. So like, you know, it all depends. You have to navigate. You do. Yeah, you have to be and the thing is, I remember, you know, I think I was telling the story, maybe one on one of the first podcasts of me getting lost in the crowd. Yeah. And I lost, I lost Rafi, I lost Onye, yeah, I lost yeah. Marvin, and was Arnab there? Arnab was Arnab there. Was I, there I, I, I saw him once, <laughs> twice. I love it. I don't, yeah. I love it. Um, he was nabbing out for sure. Uh, Speaking of that kid, like, he got so much potential, man. Yeah, he's doing well. I just like, I want him to do what he wants. Yeah, I know he wants to do like music finance, but yeah, well he's. I want him to be a fucking DJ. Like I want him to be the yeah. world's next. Well, I need to hit him up, but he said he's either coming down here, and I think he's gonna work for Warner Music, and he's gonna do this part-time DJ school. But I think that he just got offered because he's very smart, a lot of money. To either stay in like SF or go yeah, to Chicago, New York. I remember talking to him. Actually, yeah. he was the last person that I talk, that I hung out with my last night in Berkeley. Crazy. Yeah. It yeah. was me, him, and two girls, of course. Yeah. yeah. And we're all hanging out at like 6 in the morning, just chilling. I'm He's, assuming you hadn't slept. <laughs> I had not. Slept. I had not yeah. slept. No. This is last night in Berkeley. Like most of my stuff is either moved out or I'm about yeah. to move it out. And yeah, me and him were just up talking. I just love, dude. I love his energy, man. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a such energy. a great energy to him. Uh, I wish him the best. I just, I know that it's crazy because all of, I mean, I think about this so clearly and so vividly. Like all of my friends yeah. are going to become some crazy successful people. Yeah. Like, can you name one person? Not we ha- statistically, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. Sure. No, I know, but like, can you name one person that you hung out with that you just do, you can't see as a success? I can't. I can, but I'm not going to name them. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I, I'm, I'm giving too much leisure. I like, mean, most- this is what I'd say is like, I think there's plenty of people who have most of the, the things needed for success. That being said, a lot of people have, I would say, uh, I'll say key faults, but in a way you could say key opportunities if you want to be really positive about it, mm-hmm. that they need to improve before they get to that point. The things that are going to hold them back. Like I won't name names. I'm sure you'll very quickly yeah. understand who I'm talking about. Yeah. But there's people who have... Onya. Huh? <laughs> uh, Onya. No, no I, I wasn't even thinking about Onya. But, and, and you'll see that no, I don't think you'll think you. what I'm saying is... But like, there's people who have perfect work habits, and then you see their interpersonal skills really suffer... And that even if they're good interpersonally, in some regards, they burn a lot of bridges because they're very fiery people. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's just a lot of things like that. And uh, yeah. if, if you don't have that growth mentality, 
you might not get there. Even if you have that growth mentality, yeah, you, you might not work hard yeah, enough. The there's is, there's a like, lot. Yeah, I would say a lot of people that we know have a maybe a fixed mentality. Yeah. Which is you can still be successful from a fixed mentality. Absolutely. But what is success? You know. What, is, what will be that success to them? Well, that's a fair point because if you're defining success differently than me, yeah. then maybe I'd agree with you that everyone I know is going to be successful. Just but I'm thinking what, success yeah. in a very, in a very generic term way. right now. Yeah. In a way, I think that's more popularized today. You know, yeah. from, from the Joe Rogans to the, to the actor, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's popularized very differently today than it was 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah perhaps. I mean... If, if by successful we mean live a internally satisfied life, I think there's <laughs> there's a good potential. If by success we mean being the upper echelon of the doers and make shit happen, then no, I think a lot of people I know will not be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not even a bad thing. I think a lot of people, if they live that life and it's not true to who they are, oh, yeah. it's bad. That's for why them. I think it's so important to. And you didn't really go this route, but like, mm-hmm. I think it's so important to like, dude, you gotta take time for yourself, man. And figure out exactly what blockages you have, what's going on inside you, you know, figuring out what's your intention. Of course, but like, I mean, really go deep and figure out like, you know, why the fuck did I say that? Why am I doing this? Why am I pursuing that, you know? Absolutely, I think, I, think, I mean, it's interesting you say take time to do it, because I think a lot of that, at least for me, certainly was I learned that by doing things and by taking time. I, taking time certainly you can help you. More other people just by by reading, just by taking some time. Just be like, yeah, man, like I'm not gonna party tonight. I'm like, what's, oh, I'm like, oh, what's absolutely. Up, man? Like, I what? see, I see where you're saying. Jockmo, come on, bro. Yeah, no, time to party. You're like, ah, you know what? I actually, gotta get to this project, man. And even if it wasn't, I see what you're saying. A project, right? Maybe it was, or maybe it was something else. Yeah. I knew that in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, well, he's, he's going to take time to work on himself. Yeah, right? and some knows exactly how to say this in a way that you leave no room for us to like. No, bro. No, I know you can party. No, you're just like. You say it in a very nice way. Yeah. Like, oh man, like. Honestly, well, I just know. I just know that. Yeah. yeah. Like a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's just like I have the trust that I'm like, okay, well, if he was gonna be here, he'd be here. I would. You know? I would. Yeah. Like, there's no. He's not someone that I need to convince. He's yeah. someone that's. He's yeah. either gonna be here and he'll be here, you know, yeah. or he's gonna be somewhere else, and I know what he's doing. He's working on himself. He's figuring uh, something out. No, I see what you're saying. Uh, that's a, that's a good point. No, I was just gonna say though that I think. One of the ways you need to learn about yourself is just by putting yourself out there. Me and Raphael were talking about this, like, you know, just taking the opportunity, even if that's a moment where you're not going to have much time to think about yourself because you're so busy doing it. You learn a lot about yourself because I remember when I I was doing strategy for Disney, I thought that was the perfect job for me. Like, I was convinced uh, this is what I'm going to be doing 40 years from now. And just having that realization that, you know, everything was perfect. My coworkers were great. You know, like the job wasn't too bad, the money was good, but I just knew it wasn't right. And like, I think that's one of the perfect moments where you learn so much about yourself. It's like, everything is perfect, this should be right, and it's not. And now I'm in a different position where, you know, you're doing assistant work in Hollywood, you know, working your way up, and you know, that's, I'm happy, with, really happy with how that's going. But you're like, well, everything compared to how it used to be, or people's perception of how it should be, 
is kind of bad, you know? Like but that's what we have to do in our age. Yeah. years old. That's exactly what we have to do. But yeah. but you love it, and like I've I've never been happier. Exactly. And things are really coming to me, which is great. A lot of opportunities have been coming. Yeah, I mean, it's like the whole reason I moved here is this is the one thing I wanted to do, yeah. like more than anything. I got done with college. I'm like, to be honest, the one thing I want to do, I want I want a camera, mm-hmm. I want a vlog, and I want a podcast. Why? Because honestly, not in some weird comparison way, I think my life is so sick, yeah. and I do some crazy, stupid shit. And <laughs> I think it'd be really cool if other people why saw. Why Well, that's why I need to, you know, build a little financial capital first, and then go ahead get the camera. Start recording and posting on Instagram. If you do, like, but that's what kind of we have been doing for the last. No, but if I recorded half of the shit that I saw this motherfucker doing, like, <laughs> you would have so many visualizations. Like, yeah. No, like really. I, I like if I started recording, like I'm gonna try to remember. Yeah, you should just start yeah. recording, Jeff. Record you. Um, when you're like, I don't know, just like put like. No, I mean, but like that's kind of what I have done for the last four years. That's a skill that I've learned to develop. And now, right. to be honest, you know, when I post the Snapchat story, people watch. Yeah, the big thing is, you know, if you really want to make a career out of it, yeah, and like it's kind of the, the shitty part of it, but you do need to, you know, think objective like metrics based like how do I get up to the point where I have enough users that I'm making money also I have a, I have a guy you should definitely talk to I think you guys would hit it off he's the guy who introduced me to Anchor okay. he was um, and he was he was in the top 500 I think he was even in the top 100 at one point but he was basically saying that you know having a lot of views doesn't even necessarily always matter because people pay a lot more if you have a very engaged fan base especially mm-hmm. if you're say you're a fitness model Fitness model might only have 25,000 viewers. But if she has 25,000 viewers and when she posts something, she gets 10,000 likes, yeah. right? That's what, 40% of her 8, base? About? comments. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's driving that interactions. Messing, messaging her like, hey, you know, I, was, I really like your body. I was wondering if you could train me. I'm like, whoa, there's a client, you know, there's yeah. a client base. You know, she turns 25K into putting, she, you know, puts in a little work, builds a program, does Facebook advertising for it, promotes her program. Yeah. And now she's got a continual monthly stream, monthly well, revenue stream. Well, but in that case, she's selling something is what you're assuming? Yeah. I mean, in this yeah. term, she can put out a product, right? Right. Of course, she can do client to client individual basis, and but, that's going to make her yeah. some money. But if she wants a consistent... I'm saying for you, what do you want? Do you want to make your own product or do you want to get sponsorships? I think I want a bit of both. I think that this that is what it's, I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's necessarily to go one way or the other. I think yeah. it's important. I would focus on one. I'll be honest. Yeah. And the reason for that is if you're going to do your own product, there's a lot of steps you need to go through. Mm-hmm. Like you would need a manufacturer. You need to you know you need to always start the product. That's so much fucking work. Whereas if you really focus yourself on, oh I want to get sponsored for something, then you can make very objective lists of what you need to do. You can talk to those people. Who are those people and what do they like? Mm-hmm. What are the metrics they're concerned with? You know, do they want... Because advertisers care about a few things. They care about reach. I think they care about impressions. So how many times does one person see the same ad over and over again? And, you know, stuff like click-through, etc. Mattering how advanced the analytics for the software you're using are. Interesting. So, you know... You need to see, find brands that align well with you. You should reach out to them. Great thing about Instagram, it's one of the few platforms, like Gary Vee says, mm-hmm. 
that you can still directly message that person. Yeah. Like you could go Been directly doing that a talk lot, to a lot recently. Yeah. But I don't. I'm I'm having a hard time of who exactly to reach out to. You know. I think you need to just make a plan for a few people. Just try to get their advice and do it. The other thing I do is there's an app called Swiper, and it's Tinder for networking. Interesting. And you would be great at that because one, I'm sure you're great with Tinder. <laughs> Two, you're great with talking it. to people in person, and that plays to your strengths as opposed to resume game. I'm sure is good for you, but resume game is it's not. That's it's why. Not. I mean, that's why I, I do gonna, what I do today. You know, exactly. because you know, to be honest, the first month I was in here, I probably put out you know. 400 resumes. Yeah. I maybe got back to 3%. Yeah, which is still good, but which like is still good, but resume I, once, game, I, once I go in, it's like it's not like it's game over, but it's like you're they way better. See it's a higher more authentic me. You should do something like so cuz I'll be honest, like resume game mm-hmm. not to be self-praising, but it's for people like like me or people like Arnab or niche careers. Oh, yeah. You know, because then you're very specifically applying to something and someone's like... Because when someone... A resume is just a point... They just want to see you pass the, the shit test. Yeah. They look at my resume and they're like, this guy's assistant experience. They're like, wow, he did really well in college, blah, blah, blah. He's a good kid. We'll give him an interview. Mm-hmm. Where for you, especially if you're going for these broader things where it's like, how do you get that experience before you're already there almost? yeah. Why don't you play to your strengths, something like Swiper, where these people are already going to talk to you, play to your people skills and do that. In Swiper, it might not necessarily get you a job, but it might get you to someone who knows someone else. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a really good yeah. practice rule. They say, um, you know the 20-80 rule, mm-hmm. 80-20 rule. They say, uh, they say practice the 20. Like, practice your strengths. People usually think you need to practice your weakness. You certainly should strengthen your weaknesses. But if you're already really strong at something and you can get a lot better at it, get even better get, at it. Yeah, look yeah. at I'm a huge fan of, of look at uh, Conor McGregor and oh, yeah. A lot of good examples of people who do that. Yeah. Conor certainly works on his weaknesses. Yeah, but yeah. he really works but on his really strengths. Works on strengths. Yeah. I think that's probably the most important thing is, is focusing on the positive. Yeah. Exactly. You can focus on the negative all you want, or what you perceive to be the negative. Right. But if there is no focus yeah. on those strengths and with the positive on the positive that you bring absolutely you, you're gonna you're gonna fail yeah but you need to download that app actually. yeah what's it called swiper swiper all right i'll check it out after yeah you do really well um i'll write that down i'll send it to you right now dope you don't even have to dope 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 oh we're going uh, deep in this motherfucker see this is why i like this form better than any other form available Shaper, not sharper. In terms of, uh, in terms of talking, I don't want to create a story. If I want to create a story, I create a film, right? I create something that people see. Well, like, look know? at this. Not Oops. an audio story, but with this, it's like we just talk. Later. This is us. This is authentic. Okay, so let's see. Oh, we're gonna do a podcast now. We've been doing it. I've just been putting it on. Yeah. So this guy's a. Uh Producer, writer, director. Right, let me see this. Uh, I'm not going to say the name just for yeah, his yeah. own confidentiality reasons. It says he's an award winning writer, director. And there's and his video. And you can meet him? Yeah. Wait, favorite ways to meet for him coffee on a walk, voicemail weekends. He's looking for so, people to mentor. Oh, um, this is sick. This yeah, is exactly what he Tells you where he for. went, shows you his website. It's perfect. And like, 
it, it really is fantastic. Then other guy, producer, writer, director, like. And so I can just kind of put in like. You yeah, know, what and so I'm you put in for. yours. So mine, I need to change that now because working for a different company. Mm-hmm. Just said you know recent graduate of UC Berkeley, born in Italy, raised Looking in Mendocino. For opportunity mentorship, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I can tell them my favorite ways to meet, etc. Show them my past experience. What is this? Um, you worked with the Neil deGrasse Tyson Foundation? No, not Neil deGrasse Tyson Foundation. I worked on his Kickstarter. Which was Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey, yeah. He was involved with it. That was, was like, the, the Netflix show? No, 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 oh, no. Which one was that? No, it's a, it's a video game that he's the chief creative officer oh, for. Oh, really? Is it yeah. Is it it's going to be, no, it's coming out in probably a year. Oh, okay. The guys who do it are really cool. It's uh, pretty sick. No, it's a very good team. Uh, they're very creative. 100% shout out to them. They're on Indiegogo now. Continuing the financing. Dude, that's yeah. dope. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Space Artist. Shout out to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, well, let's talk about this background real quick. Yeah. Uh, why do you have a horse? Oh, yes. <laughs> why is, what is a that? horse with blinders, a race horse with red blinders, my thing? Uh, you see, did you, have you seen um, the Defiant ones on HBO? Yeah. About Jimmy Avino. Uh huh. I got to. Uh, I think it's in episode three. Did I tell you about this? I got to, like, uh-huh. be there for the, the premiere. No way. Yeah, so I went to the premiere of the, the Defiant Ones, and Jimmy is, is about as far from, from me to Chris right now. Yeah. Just, and he, he gave, like, a 20-minute... We watched, like, the part one, and then yeah. he came out afterward and gave, like, a 20-minute little I'll tell you... I don't want to do it on the podcast. I'll tell you some, some right. stuff about... That I know just about the whole thing after. Just off the record. There. Alrighty. We'll yeah, off the record. man, he's, he's so cool. What's, I mean, with, the the race, my what's with the racehorse then? So, Jimmy Iovine, <laughs> hero of mine, obviously, after you watch Defiant Ones, how can you not be? There's a scene, I think it's in the third or the fourth episode, might have been even earlier, I forget. But he says, you know, you need to be like a racehorse. You know, like, there's, he says, there's a reason oh, that racehorses yeah, yeah. have blinders on. And it's because if they take a second to look at the guy to their side, they'll be in front of them. And so that's just how, that's my mentality towards this industry. I have my blinders on, and I work like a motherfucker on it, you know? And There's a great video, yeah. uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. And uh, he's saying, like, uh, you know, a lot of people, they find that uh, they, they take their head up, you know? Yeah. And they look at the clock, and they're like, all right, I've got about 20 minutes left. Yeah. Most people do that. Yeah. But if you just keep your head down... And you keep working, you keep grinding. You'll realize, you look back up one day and you'll, you'll realize that, oh, you've been here for 20 minutes past and then you get overtime for the 20 minutes that yeah. you worked. Exactly. And I, I watched that video once when I was working as a carpenter. Yeah. Again, at the, the scene shop and I just used it. And yeah. I like, I took, I remember like looking at the clock one day and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. never going to consciously look at the clock again. Because of course I can unconsciously look at the clock. Yeah. But I've never been able to just just not look so no, I, I tried it and I'm so you know which amazing. one of those let me see Ra- Raphael what's the last four digits of your current number do you know yeah do you know your number is it 4844 or 6092 what's, what's the new one um, 4844 4844 thank you we had to change it when, he went, when he went to the just the app name the sprint store yeah yeah dope say to you Marvin and uh, Raphael so you just been okay. So you got a new job, just yep. started, and then what else? No, I'm starting Monday. Starting on Monday, yeah. confidential. Yeah. Uh, and then, 
What do you been doing the weekends? All right. I mean, I try it? to, but I mean, recently I was doing this job stuff. Um, we're doing well. Um, so now, yeah, I'm looking to get back into writing. I, I mean, mainly just going to prep for my first day on the job next week. So I was checking out um, this guy called Project Life Mastery. I don't know if you've seen No, I haven't. I he was talking know. about something really cool and as a good way to give you passive income in yeah. terms of making little, like, Kindle books. They're like 10, 20 pages. Oh, yeah, pages, yeah, those are... And you can make... Mm -hmm. It's not much, but it's good passive income. Yeah, you know, there's uh, the guy, the last place I worked at, one of the, the former people who worked there created the book Hollywood 101. Oh, really? When he was on set for a movie. You know, he was an yeah. intern at the time. Uh-huh. And he just wrote the whole thing, and then he makes a ton of money from it. Because mm -hmm. everyone wants to know about Hollywood 101, yeah. you know? And, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool little thing he did. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of good stuff you could do. Um, it's I've been thinking way. about doing it. I'm Especially if sure. you want to be a life coach. Yeah. Because you need like to get accolades. Not only accolades, but just as a great way to to kind of keep the, the fire burning, you know? Right. Keep the fuel going. Yeah. What's up, big boy? Buyakasha. Respect. Buyakasha. Buyakasha. Where did you get the word from? Uh, Ali G. Yeah, Buyakasha. Buyakasha. It's Ali G. I'm here with my main man, Buzz my Lightyear. Yeah. Dude, he roasted Buzz Aldrin. That was probably the best one. I oh, uh, that one was good. Yeah. I love that. Was like one of when he interviews Donald Trump. I don't know yeah, if you've seen that one. Yeah, you know, that one's funny. Dude, D Trump's like, all right, yeah, we gotta. You know, you gotta hurry up. You gotta hurry up. I have things to do today. You were surprisingly nice to him, actually. You thought he was surprisingly nice? I thought he was kind Trump? of a dick. I mean, I mean, it's yeah, G. it's all G. It's all G. I thought Trump would but be I way more like, of a dick. I thought like, well, because at that time Trump worked in entertainment too. So I was like, like Trump still works in entertainment. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, I thought it was gonna be like, I thought it was gonna be hilarious. You know, I was yeah, expecting. Yeah. He was funny to an extent, though. I thought he played with him, but I don't remember too well. You probably remember a lot better than me, but... Yeah, I just watched it last night. It's like, LEG's telling him that he has an idea for ice cream. Yeah, I remember this, yeah. Like, what is the best thing to have while you're eating ice cream? He's like, I don't know. He's like, and then he gives him, like, the glove idea. Like, where yeah. you wear gloves to wear yeah. and the ice cream drips. Like, yeah, you know, get yeah. sticky on your hands. Which yeah. I actually thought was kind of a good idea. I thought that they should give you like complimentary gloves when you eat ice cream. How cool would that be? I, I totally, I, I totally wear them. I eat a ton of ice cream. Such a waste. I know, but like, uh, you just hold a napkin on the cone. Uh, good point. <laughs> I'd wear the, I wear the gloves. Yeah, I mean, if it looks cool. Oh, uh, speaking of ice cream, I fucking love ice cream. Jesus Christ. We have a lot of ice cream. If I can, if we I can, some ice cream, cream in the freezer. Oh, you want yeah. some? I would love some. Yeah, I think I just ate the chocolate and. Vanilla okay, one. Salted caramel. Uh, get the vanilla. get the get the French vanilla one. Yeah, anything would be good. Get the French honestly. vanilla one for him. Get, get it. Can I? Oh it. no, you're doing the podcast, huh? Okay. Thank you. Which one do you want? You're like your choice. You're like my young Jamie. <laughs> yeah. You literally finish all the yeah vanilla chocolate Yeah. I don't know if Marvin had any, but honestly, fuck him if he did. Well. Honestly, <laughs> like. Honestly, I just don't give a shit anymore. I was looking to get, I was looking to gain uh, weight, and I lost like five pounds. And yeah. I still feel like my body fat percentage has not changed. Interesting. So I think I'm just gonna go back to eating 
Yeah. Not like an insane amount of carbs, but just like a good portion. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while. No, definitely. I like having my keto, my keto runs. Yeah. And you felt good though, that's what you're saying. Uh, I felt good. Um, I really liked just the, the high fat, medium kind of protein. I think that's yeah. a good way for your body to kind of adjust to burning just fat, you know? Interesting, yeah. It's an interesting concept. It's just not practical. You're the man. Thank you so much, dude. It's not a. Um, it's not practical for, for going long term. You know. I don't think so either. You make I think the your body same adjusts. meal over and over, and to be honest, like mm-hmm. I just get so bored. I have the same meal almost every day, but after the money. I've thing. had the same breakfast almost every day. I can do that. Yeah. And I'm okay with having steak and asparagus every night. Yeah. It's the in between that kills me. Mm-hmm. The the only snack I can eat is almonds right and basically if I eat too many then it's too many carbs so that sucks that does no, almonds suck. is never too many carbs because it comes with a lot of fibers and it's like low glycemic carbs so you're fine with almonds but yeah I feel like sometimes your body wants carbs and- no. my point being is just like I, there's not a lot of variation in what you can eat how many times we we try to make like keto chocolate chip cookies or keto ice cream and like it just tasted like no offense, it just tastes like dog shit. It no. was not good. No. You you tried to like it. You were fat. No. You I mean it, but it's just like. You, Plus, if you're cooking, it might spoil. Yeah. Well, I mean that. To be honest, his sausage looks good. I I'm trying to make a lot of sausage. I kind of do actually. Let me get let me get a bite of this. Let me get a bite of the sausage. They get mini bites too. Like, I just want to try it. Oh, hot. You guys can split this, this piece. That is you want more? It's pretty good. It's like breath worse. Oh, eat it off. Eat it off. Yeah. That's, that's super good. No, it's delicious. Wow. Yeah, so good, it's probably the most interesting combo. We got like ice cream and sausage. No. So my goal with a lot of these podcasts is to go from like, um, I was starting them at like 20, 25 minutes, you know? Yeah. And then they're going to go into probably what's gonna happen in the next I don't know like four or five minutes we'll try to make it like 45 minutes mm-hmm. the goal is literally just a two or three hour Rogan it I, I love I love that form yeah. I've checked out I've checked out many It's but it's not yeah. even it's not even we'll call, we'll call it like the Rogan it right? right but Marin does the same thing mm-hmm. you know a lot of like the I want, I, want, I don't want to call them like the, the cream of the crop but I think that is just it's the best it's the best way to listen. And it's, I think it's just a conversation. It's the best way to listen because you're just listening to people talk. How often when you're out in public is it just one of the most, it just most, or I find it mm-hmm. fascinating to just listen to someone else's conversation oh, yeah. for a we couple are, hours. We are who you are. Yeah. And the cool thing is it's not like we're like shitty people talking about shitty things. We're cool people talking about <laughs> shitty things. <laughs> or we're shitty people talking about cool things. No. Well, I think I'm cool. <laughs> no, never. I'm, I'm yeah. alright. Um, mom told you. What? what was my it? mom told me I'm cool. My mom told me. I'm cool. Your mom told me that I'm cool. No, you told me I'm. Cool. I liked FaceTiming your mom the other day. That was fun. Yeah, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? You know, <laughs> one thing I was thinking about food. My personal opinion on this. Want to hear your thought? Is I basically eat the same thing every day. That's really just like a money thing because I'm so obsessed with saving money. 
at but, this point, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but the the thing I like about it more than anything, I was talking to my, my dad about it. So me and my dad are both kind of like very stoic people, and we're both very into you know that that style of meditation. Just the whole idea that you know wealth isn't in having more, but in wanting less. You know, it's really and, funny because yeah, I yeah. just discovered this this Sunday. Yeah, stoicism. I had no idea what it was. Oh yeah, which I think is hilarious for how Great. much I've, we've studied. All, you know, yeah, crazy philosophers, right? Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm gonna interrupt. I, to I, I found a video yeah. online, and it was uh, it was like um, how Conor McGregor uh, displays stoic prin- stoic principles of yeah. that. So it goes through, and I literally took notes from this nine. Uh, there was a 12 minute video or something like that yeah and I took the the seven principles I started applying them to my life and then I watched a, a like a video about stoicism right and I just like wrote down everything that I thought was really interesting yeah you should write meditations by Marcus Aurelius yeah it's Marcus one Aurelius you know that California is the world center of stoicism right? really yeah one of the biggest things I thought water. was really interesting was uh and it's a very meditative-like quality, but not judging things as good or bad. Yeah, definitely. But just judging them for, or just taking exactly. them for what they are. Yeah. And I thought that was so like interesting religion. because... Every religion, like, yeah. common thing. And what's cool is when yeah. they were doing this video with Conor McGregor is they would use little clips of interviews. And it would either be, like, after a win or after a loss. Right. And, be, and you know, after a loss, he'd be like, you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know, we just... You know, th- this is not good or bad. This is a learning lesson, and I, mm. I've learned some things, and I have moved forward, right. and I win will... as well. Win, you know, it's okay. It's not like, fuck yeah, I won. You, you can react so much yeah. to win, so you don't react so much yeah. to lose. Yeah, he, uh, he made a good point. In one of his videos, he said, uh, you know, you sleep on a win, you'll end up with a loss. It's like, you know, people always say, you know, you have to learn when you lose. His whole point is being like, no, no, no. No matter what, win or lose, every day you have to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably the most important thing is coming out of it, especially, you know, coming from my whole, you know, very spiritual side is that it's not whether, it's not like how often you meditate. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the analytics. It's literally about like, are you learning? Are you stepping up? Right? Are you yeah. challenging yourself every day? Sometimes in your own rhythm, you know. I don't. I don't like meditating every day, man. I don't like force myself to wake up and meditate. I don't like that idea. Marvin does okay. Works for him, but yeah. for me, it just doesn't work. The yeah. So I, I have my own rhythm. You remind me right now of the kid from Willy Wonka who eats like a ton of sausages. <laughs> Do you remember that kid? The old no. Willy Wonka who just stuffed sausages down his face. No. Yeah, but uh, going back to that, going back to that point. So uh, two things: one, stoicism comes from Greece, and apparently, I'm not sure. I had a philosophy teacher tell me this. I think stoic or the base from it in, in Greek has something to do with dog. It's because they were known as the dog philosophers, and that's because like once every year or so they would go live with the dogs to remind them that even if they were to lose everything, life isn't that bad. You can still be happy even living with the dogs in squalor. And that's one of the, the fundamental parts of their philosophy. But then going back to that food thing, what I was saying was, me and my dad were kind of talking about this, just how a lot of people derive a lot of pleasure from food. And they're like foodies. And food is kind of the thing they need in their day that gives them a lot of joy and happiness. And I think that's fine. But personally for myself, I always said, you know, there's a lot of days where I'm just not going to be able to eat good food. 
the person where I'm at in my life right now, I could eat good food, but I prefer to save that money, spend it on other things, just, you know, keep on grinding the way I grind, you know, meal prep, all of my meals for the week. Yeah, because it saves me time and it saves me money. It builds discipline. I like all of that. But just that idea that, you know, like food doesn't need to be the source of your joy and you can be content with literally eating the same thing every day. You could eat, there's monks who eat, you know, a bowl of rice every day, you know, and maybe some variation on that, but that's the fundamental basis of their meal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was interested in hearing your thoughts, both of your thoughts. I eat the same foods every day, but I don't like to. Yeah. I try. Like, you try to vary the vegetables because they have different uh, vitamins and minerals, but the the, the thing is, like, um, fatty acids, we have some few essential fatty acids right we don't have essential carbohydrates so i mean olive oil has like essential fatty acids that not essential fatty acids not really but it has like fatty acids that only olive oil has right same for um coconut oil has lauric acid long chain amino acid yeah mcts medium chain triglycerides uh, actually long chain triglycerides for yeah lauric acid so anyways like at the end, yeah, like we ha- we need a few fatty acids, you know, like uh, eggs has like unique fatty acids. So like there's mm-hmm. a few superfoods that I think implement in like every other day or every day. Yeah, I just, just I cut that. I, I ate this disgusting fucking powder from Costco that has like everything in it. Literally, the only thing you can mix it with is hummus. Hummus is the only thing strong enough to like hide the taste of it, but it gets me everything I need. Do you feel better because of that? Have you noticed? Yeah, I mean, just because the way I eat, like, dude, I mean, if you look at it, you'll, I literally call it my slosh. Like, it's just kind of like this little bowl of food. I eat it. I don't expect to, I mean, I like it. I savor it in its own way, in its own weird way. Like, wow, you want to save money if you spend your money? Exactly. Just, I just kind of like it because I find myself, like, my relationship with food is kind of skewed. Where a lot of the times I'll use it as a form of pleasure and of getting pleasure. And I don't like to get my pleasure from my food. I like to get my pleasure from something more innate or Internal from doing or from something achievement related. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. But it's so, interesting because especially probably sophomore to even now. Yeah. I mean, I've made the same meal. Right. I mean, if you saw me in the morning, if you ever... Bacon. If you ever saw me in the morning in the kitchen, I'd literally make the same meal. I'd have English muffin, I'd have bacon, and I'd have eggs. Yeah. i cut out the, the carbs. Yeah. You know, this, what, probably maybe like a month ago, a month and a half ago. So literally just egg and, or eggs and bacon. Yeah. Uh, for dinner, it's, it was either chicken right. it was steak. Yeah. In college, I'd throw some Italian sausage and pasta every, every right. once in a while. Yeah. I would never eat the house food. Yeah, yeah like of course. You could never see me eating the yeah. house food. Do the house food, and I'd have a sandwich, and I'd have a sandwich yeah. at lunch. Yeah. You know, that was my why, my regimen. It was so bad. It, it's really heavy. Like yeah, you no, know, look, it tastes good. I think the house food is a perfect example of why I went to the style of eating very, like, ex- in, in a very exacting way. Mm-hmm. It's because the house food like was very indulgent. Like it tasted good, but it's super greasy and all that. And then I would just have to sleep. Like, my body physically couldn't handle it, where it's like, I would feel good for 20 minutes, and then I'd be out for an hour, which I'd prefer, it's strange as it sounds, almost to feel 
nothing from eating my food. Like, there's some enjoyment of just getting the nourishment, but like the food being literally, and a lot of people don't like when I say this, literally treating food as fuel and treating my body like an engine where I'm trying to give it the best fuel. Yeah, it's more ketogenic diet. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's the mentality I like more. Absolutely. Yeah, there is Esperanto, that language that my grand my grandparents moved to Brazil from Italy because of Esperanto, right? They yeah, Esperanto. Like, yeah. Break their world, so they their their idea was like to start uh, taking care of children that was abandoned by their parents yeah. and teach them Esperanto. That's what they did for like fifty years. Yeah. Fifty, not like forty years. In Brazil. Yeah. So in Esperanto, they don't have the word um, like they don't have like the word. Food, they only have the word like uh, sustenance or something like like uh it has to do with nutrition it's like yeah. a word that makes with like polish and like very interesting so like they, they see food and in my my grandma's my grandma's farm it's like food is like extremely healthy they're like mm. vegan right and and it's just like it's just, you feel very good when you eat it but it, there's just no like like the pleasure, you know, yeah, sugar. Exactly. Sugar. Indulgence. Sugar, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally, I totally know that. I, I, I swore to myself to stop eating all you can eat too. Cause I just get that crazy craving and then I paid for all you can eat. So I really want to yeah, eat all I can eat. Yeah, last three times I ate it, felt sick all three times. One of the times I threw up. Other to- yeah. Oh, I ate so yeah, much I threw up. A lot up. of the time it'll happen. Yeah. Especially. I mean, the first, time, the first time we went to 800 degrees for that carb day, oh, I did not feel good you after. Throw. I didn't it's throw up, it, but, yeah. but I was like, yeah, my, my stomach is well, pretty upset shit. right now. Yeah, I blew up the bathroom yeah, the for thing sure. Yeah, you eat a lot of, like, uh, high, like a super high-powered meal is it flushes all your, like, uh, healthy gut flora. Like right. So, like, yeah. you, like, your digestion becomes, like... For, like, for a, a bit, few days, yeah, because you know? it, it it kills all the bacteria, all the like. Interesting. Yeah. Right Very. So you want to eat like sauerkraut after it, or uh, yeah, some some stuff, some fermented food that helps. Yeah. We close to forty five. We're about we're about fifty three right now, which is crazy. So. Yeah. To be honest, I'm pretty I'm pretty content with uh, with leaving it there, and. Um, I am too. Healthy for. It's flora? good to catch up, man. Yeah, it's flora. Gut flora. Gut flora. Gut flora. Um, but yeah, let's wrap this up real quick. Uh, just in terms of the actual podcast itself. I almost forgot it was here at one point, which is kind of cool. Yeah, That's what I want to get to, you know? Yeah. yeah. Is like, it, it just, it's just us talking, man. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah. Um, I like it conversational. Give me a shout out to your podcast real quick. No, no. No? no. You don't want to do it? You want to promote it? You know, promote it to all no, 15 listeners? No, I don't even <laughs> use it. Are you going to start using it? Uh, no, I'm focused on different things right now. I'm yeah. happy to come on yours, though. Dope. Yeah. Happy to have you. Yeah. Um, love catching up with you. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks so much.